Hi, this is Cassandra, and welcome to another episode on the Luminous Star Podcast. I want to thank everyone for joining me today and tonight. And wherever you are, I certainly hope you're taking care of yourself. Right now, there's a whole lot going on on the planet that may be tugging at our attention. Okay, it may be unsettling. But the one thing that I know for certain is that you got to take care of yourself. Mental health seems to be more important now more than ever. So don't forget to take care of yourself as well as your loved ones. Okay, now having said all that, I want to thank everybody for joining me today and tonight. And remember to uh, check me out on YouTube at the Luminous Star channel. Okay, so I'm going to start off this podcast with three critical questions. Critical question number one, who claims your life, you or your narcissist? Critical question number two, who and what is your narcissist tied to? Critical question number three, have you considered the fine print of the imaginary contract that your narcissist has drawn up for you. Okay, so these three critical questions are actually designed to get you to what? Focus on thriving forward past narcissist relationships. These three critical questions, once answered, will clarify some things for you, such as how you tend to do relationships, how the narcissist relationship actually leaves you drained of energy. It's going to clarify this. It's going to break down how it does that for you. Okay. So uh, these things I have done for myself. So I'm just sharing these three critical questions. And, you know, of course, no one else really can answer these for you. But these three critical questions are designed to help you focus on one of the things that I hope is most important to you. And that is to thrive forward past narcissist relationships okay so narcissist relationships do tend to take a lot out of us all right so these three critical questions here once answered will help you to actually find out how the narcissist is unable see they're unable to help you gain closure and some of you may not can see it yet but once you answer these three critical questions is going to point out to you how the narcissist does not or will not help you gain closure after the narcissist relationship is over. Sometimes even during the narcissist relationship, you may begin to see this. I know I did. Okay, so uh, I'm challenging you to answer those three critical questions. So when it comes down to the narcissist not being able or not willing to help you gain closure, this is something that's very powerful to know. Some of you who have been watching me on the Luminous Star channel on YouTube, you know about that video I did, Signs That You Are Done With a Narcissist. In that video, what I broke down was how the narcissist is not going to help you gain closure. But not only that, how a lot of us who have a relationship with him or her, or them, we often look for them to help us gain the closure. Okay? But we desire it. We don't need it. I break that down in signs that you are done with a narcissist video because this is one of the revelations that I had. 
Okay, so when it comes down to getting the clarity and getting the closure, because they kind of go hand in hand, we cannot afford, and I'm just speaking in general, those of us who have had narcissist relationships, we cannot afford to continue to look to the narcissist to gain closure. Ain't going to happen, okay? <laughs> it's just not going to happen, right? So you're going to have to start to look at yourself and not to beat yourself up, not to tear yourself apart. No, this is going to be very powerful. Narcissists are not able, sometimes they're unwilling to help people gain clarity, to have closure. And if you really scale back and look at it, they're not going to be on board when you have a support base for thriving forward past narcissist relationships. Why? Because narcissists, the narcissistic personality functions from fear. So that automatically wipes out balance, peace of mind, and harmony. A lot of us unconsciously look for these things in every area of our life, even when we're at odds with somebody. We're still looking for a balance, harmony, and peace. You're at odds with somebody, for instance. What do you want to do? You want to get your point across and they want to get theirs across. And, and both of you may be in this dance of change and control. That is, when one of you unconsciously is trying to control the other, the other person is unconscious, unconsciously trying to change the change you. Let's just say, let's use that for an example. You may be unconsciously trying to change them because you want them to see your point of view. You want them to agree with you, right? Or you want them to do something for you, such as, or with you, such as gain closure. Let's just say that's the narcissist. And what does your narcissist do? Unconsciously sometimes try to control you. So there's your dance of change and control. Okay. And a lot of people get caught up in this and this is how they can stay in the sunken place. This is how they can just be stuck. The narcissist relationship is not designed for people to have clarity, closure, peace, harmony, or balance. It's just not designed to do that. And it never will. And some of you who are listening, you can reflect. I'm pretty certain you can reflect right now to a lot of times where the narcissist will just seem to be at at just seem to be at odds with you. They are adversarial. Every step you make, they seem to be in opposition of it. Why? Because they are they're demonstrating to you that they are either unwilling or they're not able to help you gain closure, clarity, peace, harmony, or balance. So what does that spell out? Well, that means that whatever you want in a relationship that makes it positive for you, the narcissist is not the way. Narcissistic relationships perhaps is not the way. Perhaps you're outgrowing the narcissist relationship. This could be one of the reasons why you're uncomfortable with certain things. Perhaps before you were comfortable with it. Mainly because you didn't see it before. This is not to beat you up and I'm not judging. I've gone through all of this. Right? So when it comes to gaining closure after the narcissist is gone, it's really going to be up to you. 
So how do you become Hoover resistant verified? Well, how are you going to verify that you're Hoover resistant? When you start to look at how you're changing, some of the things about a narcissist relationship may have appealed to you before, like I was saying, but it doesn't now. The narcissist may try to recruit other people to play the dysfunctional role of flying monkey to hoover you back in. They're not taking no for an answer. You're demonstrating your growth. The narcissist feels perhaps entitled to your energy. They're, they don't care that you're growing and you're moving forward. See, some narcissists, they don't, well, I'll put it like this. They don't seem to be able to accept when people around him or her are growing because they tend to remain under arrested development. So when you start to show signs that you're growing or outgrowing them and the relationship, well, their false self images are not going to like that so much. Narcissists often see this as a sign of a direct threat to their false self-images, from that of a martyr to a saint to a victim who can't seem to catch a break in life. So when you're showing yourself capable of not only gaining closure without them, well, again, this is a direct challenge to him or her. Perhaps this is something that you're going to have to look at, take off the rose-colored glasses, right? And look at that thing. You may have to just really take time out and look at it because this is how you're going to gain not only clarity, but peace of mind, harmony, and balance in your life, as well as the closure. So when you take off the rose-colored glasses, you will gain peace, clarity, and all the other things that I mentioned. Don't expect the narcissist to do it. Remember, very often, we expect the narcissist to validate, okay? To uh, respect, to love, all these things, which ironically, they have been demonstrating not being able to do or unwilling to do. So this is what, Revelation, this is one of the revelations that I had, right? And I began to realize that if I want a closure, I'm going to have to look to myself. Now, this does that mean you cannot have someone in your corner or in your support base that will also help you to gain clarity. But just know it's not going to be the narcissist, more than likely, or several of them. Some of us have people in our lives that we're having relationships with that may show maligning traces of narcissists, okay, or narcissism, right? They have narcissistic tendencies that are way over the top and that can really hurt people. Now, some people debate that there's healthy narcissism or there's not healthy narcissism. There's no such thing. Narcissism is just all bad, okay? This is the debate. This is the debate. I'm not doing this right now on this podcast. I'm just pointing out how some people are not going to agree on that. I think that all of us, okay, I think we all have narcissistic tendencies. But they're not all maligning. For instance, you have achieved something. You've accomplished something. You're proud of that. That's healthy narcissism. 
because you're not putting anybody on the, the uh, defense. But a narcissist, oh, wow. They want to rub it in everybody's faces and they want to downplay everybody else's accomplishments. That's the difference between healthy narcissism and narcissism that is just over the top and that could be maligning okay it, it, it can hurt everybody but anyway gaining closure after the narcissist is gone tool number one manage your expectations not so the narcissist can be off the hook no so you can be free of the narcissist relationship See, it starts in the mind, not the behind. Some people are looking at the narcissist and expecting the validation, expecting the apology, expecting the closure, or at least helping with the closure. The narcissist has been showing him or her all along that they cannot or they will not do that. When we look up in the DSM-5, what a cluster personality type is, or the traces of personality or the symptoms of narcissistic personality right what's one of the things that we see a lack of empathy so that goes hand in hand with the narcissist not being able to help anyone gain clarity if if or the closure or peace of mind balance or harmony they're not capable of it according to their personality trait does that get them off the hook? Does that give them the excuse to mistreat? Absolutely not. They're still responsible. But here's the problem. According to their ways, according to their methods of their madness, if you want to put it that way, right? And they will not help anyone because they don't care to. That doesn't mean that they're not responsible. They're not holding themselves responsible. They don't care to. It's everybody else's fault. So when it comes down to gaining closure after they're gone, you're going to have to manage the expectations of the narcissist. Just look at how they've already demonstrated, they've already demonstrated the behavior pattern of not being able to or willing to help you gain closure. 